It's the Pointer Sisters to start us off. I'm so excited. Eight minutes past six o'clock. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday, 11th of November. Good morning. Good morning, horse. How was things with you? And ah, supery dupery. Happy hump day to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I tell you, I just, I still, I know I say it every week at this stage, but it just seems that every week is going by so fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's already Wednesday. Yeah, I know, yeah. No, they- I came in there five minutes ago for Monday, like. <laughs> it's just so weird. Time flies when you're having fun, Time PJ. Flies when That's what happens. I'm you, having fun. You just, you live in a permanent state of ecstasy. I wouldn't go that far. I do have ticky feet, but that's not bad. It's the joy you're experiencing in your life is just making it zoom by. You just want it to last forever. He's trying to ruin it. Can you see the way he's doing it? This is called passive-aggressive behaviour. This is what this is. But so, are you, like, are you happy that it's flying by? He's doing it again. Are no, you I'm happy? Just, no, I'm just... This is the way, you know, like subliminal messaging to bring a person down. Like, you know, the way people... There's some people who kind of think, you know, I can't wait for this year. This end, this year can never end quick enough, blah, blah, blah. Oh, or yeah. there are other people who say, you know, you must save or every... Live in the present, PJ. You know, like the, your heroes, the people like the Dalai Lama. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> He's some spoo for that lad, isn't he? You know, live in the present. Take the moment. You must find the joy in every moment. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood again. I don't know how you did it, but you got me down. <laughs> That went well, I thought. And now look what he does. Plays Friday, I'm a lover of Wednesday. Making me feel like the week suddenly actually isn't that short at all. Well, you see, is it? Is it Wednesday or is it really Friday? See, he has you there. He's very good at this, isn't he? You would have been a great detective. I'd say you interrogating someone would be brilliant. They, they, you'd be the fellow they think is the good cop, and then all of a sudden he says, Just one more thing. Your life is over. <laughs> yeah, Friday, I'm in love from The Cure on a Wednesday. Of course, here are Classic Hits, 13 minutes past uh, 6 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 as always, if you want to give us a shout. Very special edition of the birthdays, PJ. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's um, it's a sort of a Hollywood special. Well, it's a sort of an acting special. Oh God! Although I think Hollywood would be, you know, from all of these people, I think it would be appropriate enough. Well, judging by my performance on it last week, I'm not sure how this will go, but uh, I'll be with. Let's I see. I have every faith. Here. I have every faith in you, right? So it's uh, so they're all actors, well-known actors. Well, I say well-known. Certainly, the first. Oh, First few are but Anyway This is the problem And then you give me some This is Waikiki Steve And all I'm like Who's that and you're like, well, You don't know him it's Right like, Well let's start with A bona fide A-lister From Hollywood One Leonardo DiCaprio Oh indeed Yeah Well he'd be under a rock If you didn't know Who Leonardo DiCaprio was Yeah And probably Well I was going to say An underrated actor I, But he's won Oscars And all now So I, I suppose I he's not Underrated anymore He was Yeah but there was always Something about him That he was in these Blockbusters with great Performances And everyone sort of says yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. Like he, 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 he you know what it is? It's kind of the reverse of the pretty boy thing. It's because he's a he started as a pretty yes, boy. Yes, you're right, actually. You don't really get the credit when you're a pretty... A bit like Brad Pitt. Yeah, a bit like that, because Brad Pitt's an unbelievably good actor. But like that, he's sort of too good-looking to be taken serious. you got to look like a grisly, <laughs> sort of half italian fellow like Robert De Niro or... Yeah, you've got to have a bit of character about you yeah, or before they, they take, take you seriously. seriously. That's like, it. You have to wrestle a bear and all and get a little bit older. And then all of a sudden you're, yeah. you're doing better. You know, whatever that's about. But he is, like, in fairness, some great movies. Like, obviously, won the, won the Oscar for, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, oh, my God. What's that one with my mate Tom Hardy in it? The one where he's filming in the... In the, 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 the craze. No. <laughs> 
No. The one, what? The Reverend. The um, Revenant. The Reverend. That's it, yeah. Father Ted. <laughs> anyway, will we have a guess at what age Leonardo DiCaprio is? Okay, let's do that. Um, I would say Leonardo DiCaprio is... Oh, he's like 40, 49. Not bad at all. 46. Yeah. Basically your age. Jeepers, that's terrifying, isn't it? He has an Oscar. Hey, I, I, thanks very much for that. <laughs> is there any need for that now? I feel a little bit punched in the gut. <laughs> uh, right, Leonardo DiCaprio, 46. What about Demi Moore? Demi Moore, mm. jeepers. Demi Moore has been around and done it all. And then she went hanging around with that Ashton Kutcher fellow. And I was like, she's let herself down. <laughs> You appear to be fading in and what out. What is going on? I have this, you know the way the mic You've got the funny thing. microphone again. <laughs> That's incredible. Isn't it, That's yes. amazing. It's in a bad mood with me today, the microphone. doesn't want to talk to me at all. I, I, I better take a guess. Hello, somebody's microphone. Been, somebody's been playing with your machinery, have they? Someone's been interfering with my machinery. With your knobs. What is going on there with it does that? It's not I bad. have no idea. That's that's an, it's, the fact that it's doing it all by itself is a new one on me. Yeah, like he can see both hands. <laughs> Normally, I'd be accused of fiddling with the machines, but I'm not fiddling with anything. Oh God, there it is again. <laughs> We're going to have to get the men with the hammers and the and the sellotape out. You know that, don't you? <sighs> this is this drive you to to booze, wouldn't it? <laughs> I, I'd say Demi Moore is like um, fifty six. Oh. 58. Fat. 58. Ex-Mrs. Bruce Willis, of course, as you say, hanging around with Aston Kutcher and all that. But uh, Demi Moore, 58. Right. What about... Were you a fan of Ali McBeal? I thought it was all right. Okay. I thought... But you know who Callista Flockhart is. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great. Joe's... It's like... This is like the weirdest episode of Father Ted. Sometimes PJ is near and sometimes he's he's far far away. away. (laughs) For instance, now I'm near, but as soon as I start talking, I start to go far away. That's incredible. We're going to have to... Yeah. uh, Trust me, the men with the hammers and the sellotape are on the way. They'll be here just after the show. (laughs) Uh... Callista Flockhart is... Yeah. Oh, she's like 51. Not bad, in fairness, 56. Ah. I don't know how you'd put an age on her. I suppose you'd have to just kind of reference when Ali McBeal was a hit you, show. You guess, you just take a guess at Michelle Fiverr's age. That's what I always do. <laughs> I'm thinking of her. I guess she, she's kind of like... She yeah. They, they, they look similar. Is that your... Yeah. That's a good... It's a, yeah, I like her. I like her style. Yeah, she copied her kind of. Now, this is where it gets a bit iffy, right? Do, would you... Because this guy's... I think this guy's a great actor, right? But... Do you know the name of Stanley Tucci? Stanley Tucci? Yeah. No. Stanley Tucci was in... What was it? What was the big stuff he was in? He was in... Now, you see, this is... Hang on a second. I'm oh, to, I knew this would happen. I'm going to have to... This always up. happens with actors. It's honestly... I guarantee you, you would recognise this guy's face, right? Um, and he, like, he's a great actor. Hang on a second. <laughs> no, trust me. I'm... Listen. He was in, okay... The Devil Wears Prada, The Lovely Bones. Do you see that? That's With our very movie. own, um, what's your name? Sir, Sir uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good movie, actually. Um, Great book. He was in He was in Captain America. No? No, I don't know that. Spotlight. You know, great movie, Spotlight. You know about the journalists and the whole expose in Boston of, of the... Never saw it. Right, okay. Um, Never saw that one. Okay. Yeah. Transformers. No, I don't, I, they wouldn't be my thing, no. Um, Since the, the Terminal with Tom Hanks. No. Oh, that's a good movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's he in that? I think he might be the airport He'll tell you what, he, lo- he looks a little bit like me insofar as he, he does. He wears his, his dome very well. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, come back, PJ, come back. <laughs> right, this is um, this Hollywood special hasn't it's turned just, out. Oh, there they're back. Yeah, now. back. Great. Okay. Oh, this is the le- this is the least dramatic Hollywood special ever. The timing is marvelous on it. Fifty-one, I'll say. <gasps> oh, now I've forgotten who we're talking about. The Stanley Tucci. Your man that sells the Toblerones. Oh, no, to be fair, no. I'm going to give you a second guess, because I should have told you it's a significant birthday. 60. Well done. See, you got it. Nailed it. I knew you knew him. Oh my God, imagine that. 20 past six and one thing's gone right already. <laughs> and then finally, the curveball was meant to be this one. It's one of our own, uh, I was going to say a former Bond girl. It wasn't a Bond girl. She was in Indiana Jones. Alison Doody. Did you ever come across Alison Doody? No. I, uh, she was in Indiana Jones. Yeah, she was in... Um, the, oh, uh, was she in Raiders of the Lost Ark? No. What's the third the Indiana Jones? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Followed by... Followed by what? Speak up. <laughs> I got... Oh, there, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom, right. And then whatever the third one was, she was in that. She was a villain. Captain Great. <laughs> oh, I've got... Oh, there. Go on. Uh, 71. 54. Ah, fuck. What am I talking <laughs> It just, it's an incredible skill. It's like a, you're just like, disappear. You're like a ventriloquist. Yeah. Your voice just trails off. I know, your man with his hand up my bum keeps putting me under the desk. And now you're up to date on the home of PJ and Jim. Waking up happy weekdays from 6am. This is Classic Hits. Good stuff. Thanks a million, Tara. Just uh, 6.34. How are you? Happy hump day to you and all that. Carry happy on. Happy hump day, Jase. I think if ever there was a day that signified hump, it's today. Really? Yeah, well, the weather. Did you hear that weather forecast? No, I wasn't really listening oh, to you. I tend, lovely, I tend to not really listen to you. It's no, honestly, it's no wonder I need a holiday, you know? <laughs> Why was it? Is it very bad? Oh, it's awful. Absolutely awful. Lashings of rain, flooding, reduced visibility all through the day, strong winds. Great. And oh. appar- apparently I saw a headline yesterday online. I wasn't going to get involved and actually click into it and read it, but apparently we're in for six days. Oh, brilliant. Oh. Six days of night of, of what? SH, Noah's Ark stuff. SH1T weather. Wow. That's great. Lovely. I'm filming outside today. This is going to be great fun. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, and I have to get there on the motorbike because obviously I give my car away. <laughs> so, brilliant. Yes. That's just made See, me feel so much. I've suddenly gone from feeling quite glum yeah. to rather delighted. You're in life. Wallowing in somebody wallowing else's in misery. It's the having first it. time my equipment works this morning, and it's to hear Tara tell me how wet it's going to be outside outside all day. <laughs> this really is knocking up, isn't it? I tell you something, the old happy hump day. Yes. Uh, PJ has the hump day. I, I think let's do that. Yeah, the Pet Shop Boys and West End Girls, Scissor Sisters, who don't feel like dancing just ahead of that. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. And it's Wednesday, a bit of a wet Wednesday out there, 11th of November. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087188008. Okay, PJ's having a somewhat of a bad day. It's not been great so far. I've been a little bit hampered in my shenanigans this he's morning. Having a, he's having an issue with his equipment. Happens when you get Happens. that sort of age. Yeah. I thought it was just a feat that we're going. Turns out it's years and Mike and everything. <laughs> Yeah, but I, and then it, and then it turns out the weather's awful, and he's due to be filming outside today. It's going to be great. So that's it's, it's not happy. Look, I'm going to have to cheer you up, buddy. Gonna How are you going to do that? Uh, Antoinette's been on WhatsApp to say you looked very dapper on the ad for Deirdre O'Kane talks funny. Oh, is that this yeah. weekend? Saturday. Is that? Is it this Saturday? Saturday? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the old recording for that. Oh, I don't think you should watch it, Jim. Why? I just, oh. You don't say bad things, do you? you what, me? <laughs> As if I... What? 
A huge now organ. I'm, I'll tell you, now I am going to record it and I'm going to send it to my lawyers. What? <laughs> I'd just like to say I was only messing. Yeah, looking forward to that because Pat Short was, was last week. He wasn't was on he? the first one and last It's a good year. concept. I like the concept. Yeah, I think Deirdre's brilliant as well because she's a legacy comic. Like, she's yeah. been around as long as anyone. Like, she's been there forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she has that sort of kudos that comedians will talk, talk to her and trust her about with, ev- with everything, you know? Exactly. Yeah, Because uh, yeah. she's the real deal. She's and real. she's kind of laid back as well and not sort of, you know... Yeah, there's no... no s- tell me about your childhood. No, there's none of that, <laughs> old. No, it's weird. It's like, how are you? Are you all right? Like, you know? Yeah. yeah, she's brilliant. So Saturday, what, what's it? Is it nine o'clock on Saturday? Is that her? Yes, at night. In, no, I don't nine. know, man. I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's on on Saturday anyway. Right. So uh, Saturday night, uh, Deirdre O'Kane talks funny with... The legend that is PJ Gallagher, who apparently, according to Antoinette and Cork, and trust me, Antoinette and Cork knows a thing or two. You want to see the way she dresses Paddy, her husband? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, he does be. So, oh, he's a he's, spiffing. Oh, yeah, she wipes his face and everything before he goes out, does, fixes his hair. Brushes his teeth with the rake and everything. <laughs> yeah. Gets them all perfect. So yeah. she knows a thing or two about Dapper, and she said PJ looks dapper. On this, uh, on the ad. Oh, so, Saturday night, oh, 9 o'clock on RTE, is it? RTE, yeah. It's on RTE. I don't know if it's 9 o'clock. I don't know what time it's on. Okay, well, look it up, but, people. But my sister dressed me first. I'd like she? to say thanks very much. Yes, she did, yeah. <laughs> she gave me a hanky in my pocket. It was the same colour as the seat on the set. I was there. That's a very good idea. Oh, I tell you something. Very good thing. I've never thought you, that. being all sharp and everything. If they, someone says you have to accessorise, I'd just put orange underpants on over my trousers. <laughs> That actually would have been very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I don't know. Well, somebody has attempted to try and cheer you up by, by sending you a picture of a coddle that they made and make every oh, Saturday God. in their mother's house in Coolock. My and God. And Tony, in fairness, as he calls himself, Mr. Tony, says you're very welcome to a bowl. Thank you, Mr. Tony. But yeah. I'd rather get sick into my shoes and waddle around in the rain. <laughs> Well, There's a glorious enjoyed. picture there if you want to, if you oh want to look at it Oh my god, so person. glad I'm on the wrong computer today I can't see all these things Disgusting, so dear uh, Right, okay, and uh, as part of the cheering up process as well Mary, your food guru Food guru, Mary, what she got this morning This time she's found um, Although I think you may have tried these Orange and cranberry flavoured Jaffa cakes In what? deals Deals in Sastry did not try them but Mary, by the way, for anybody who just isn't aware what? of this Over oh, the last mighty. number of days and weeks Mary has been like some sort of She's unreal She's like a food diviner It's like she's going around and hunting out These weird delicacies and treats That PJ in particular has a very big graw for God, that's unbelievable I've never even heard of such a thing Orange and cranberry flavoured Jaffa cakes By the way, actually I was in um, a centre last night And I saw those um, I should have bought you a pack You know those Christmas Christmas pudding flavoured uh, digestives Oh, yeah Yeah You didn't buy them? No You're an awful <laughs> sicko What's wrong with you? Today is the day when we could have used them. Well, I didn't know you were going to be having oh, a bad day today. today. Oh, I didn't, I didn't realise it was going to be a bad day for well, you. Well, you could have t- put them aside for a rainy day. <laughs> and then it would have happened. Oh, Pete, look at him. He walked in with PJ. Loved them. Anyway, better keep moving. <laughs> oh, God. I was, ge- I was getting a tin of tomatoes. I was distracted. Tin of tomatoes he gets. Walks by them and says, oh, I need to- I'll get a tin of tomatoes instead. What's wrong with you? I was making chilli, right? I, oh, God, yeah. I, my mind was elsewhere. Typical Jim. When it's his dinner time, all he thinks about is what he's going to eat. <laughs> Not a thing about what, what, what's your man going to eat tomorrow. What if he's having a bad day? You're right. <laughs> oh, my that, God. I can't believe I actually feel bad about myself uh, Yeah, now. I'll go and get stuff for the dinner. Yeah, Grant. Yeah, well, should I get out for PJ? No. 
He's his own responsibility. Is that right? Grant, thanks, Jim. I'll remember that. When I'm getting my dinner tonight, I'm going to I get nothing for you. Thanks. Yeah, your serves you right. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Anyway, listen, uh, you know, the show will go ahead. <laughs> we'll go ahead today. Uh, not sure what's going to be in it. Obviously, no hit bit because we have a winner. Details of that on the way for you very shortly. Yeah. Um, but we will have the breakfast table quiz. That's definitely in there. We will also have a large chunk of lying. Now, not the normal lying that PJ and myself do. This is about the lies you. Yes, you. I'm talking yeah. to you, people of Ireland. The lies you tell. Your children. Exactly. There you go. So that's what you're going to find out. And one thing we know that definitely won't be on the show this morning, though, is chocolate pudding flavour just suggested. <laughs> I was distracted. Yeah, distracted, all right, yeah. Yeah, distracted by your own. Dinner time and everything. Yeah. No, we're not. Now, it's going to be really hard to do this show today now, considering I'm not talking to him. <laughs> yeah, Genesis, land of confusion. Here are classic hits. It's a wet and windy Wednesday, but happy hump day nonetheless. It's almost uh, 10 past 7. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, 087-188-0008 if you need to give us a shout. And, of course, Magic Mike is uh, is standing by as well. Uh, with us this side of the aisle uh, for the rest of the week. It has been all week, of course, because he's filling in, doing a cracking job for uh, Niall Boylan in the afternoon while Niall's off for a couple of days. PJ is happy again. You're happy again, aren't I'm you? happy again. Look, we're back in business. This is great. Exactly. We're see, back in business. All comes, all good things come to those who wait, PJ. All good ends come to those who hang around long enough. Exactly. I think that's the suggestion. That is is the motto. And listen, you know, um, you're a man who very, you know, very regularly on this show discusses the various merits and otherwise of love and marriage. Well, yeah, because I'm absolutely terribly unsuccessful in the whole thing, I like to lean on the more negative side of marriage and relationships, if that's okay with everybody. That's that's perfectly acceptable. You know what I mean? I'm sure some people out there do find each other and love each other and everything, and then it's it's wonderful, and then they move in together, and it all is, they realise it's just another (laughs) human drew in their head in. But for the rest of us, who would like to retain a little bit of romance, here's a story in the news today, right? So... This woman, mm-hmm. uh, she met her fellow in work. And the two of them were getting on like a house on fire. So much so that they fell deeply in love and decided that they were going to live the rest of their lives together. He proposed to marry her. She said yes. She still had um, a group of friends outside work, like okay. we all do. And amongst those, this group of friends was her ex-boyfriend. That always happens. Come on, that's normal, isn't it? Yeah. We all still have some contact with an ex of some description from one way in their life. Sometimes we'd rather they weren't around. <laughs> Other times they just become very good friends and maybe your best friend and you move on and it's grand and there's nothing weird about it. Right. Anyway, this woman's ex-fella, he died. The poor man died. Oh, dear. And uh, she got very upset about it because, of course, they're still friends and they have fond memories. And she says to her fiancé, I'm going to need a few days. I'm going to my sister's to let huh. this brush over. Because she was friends with him too. We want to reminisce. No problem, he says. Take your time. Yeah. You do what you need to do. I'm here. I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than this. I love you. Okay? You come back when you're ready. Right. A few days later, she comes back. He called her every night. She was sobbing uncontrollably. He thought, she really did. <laughs> like this, lad. Sobbing uncontrollably for like four days in a row. Right. Closer friends than I thought That's grand you know. The memories And maybe the sister's upset as well Maybe she's upset about that Comes back And she's in a bit, bit of a better mood About a week later Okay And, he, and she goes I'm alright now I, We've decided what we're going to do And he goes What are you going to do And she goes Yes I'm getting his name Tattooed onto my wrist <laughs> Oh wow And he's like So that's You're what now that, yeah. yeah You're marrying me in a month You know And Proper, she was like Properly yeah. inked 
Properly inked, yeah. On both wrists. Uh, so first a, and second name. A permanent reminder. A permanent reminder, yeah. Right. Now, of course, he went online and was looking for advice. And most normal people were saying, Yes! Do not marry this woman. This woman is obviously completely and utterly still in love with a man who has now died. And every single time you look at her hand, you're going to be reminded you were what she settled for in life. You are what she's settled for. Do not marry this woman. Didn't you know what I mean? There's the part of... Uh, I, if I, I'd like to meet him, I'd say, Grant, let her do it. And then on the same day, say nothing to her and get a tattoo of your ma on your chest. So every time she sees you in the bed, she sees her mother-in-law looking straight at her for the rest of her life. Get a tattoo? Of your of, ma. But like my, a, your ma's face. A pictorial tattoo. Yeah, a portrait of your own mother and looking at her and judging her for the rest of her life. And every time you have a rail, you just take off your yeah. shirt and says, me ma's not talking to you now. Yeah. There you go. Especially, and make sure that the, the portrait has a good old scowl on it. A good a scowl. Good, a disapproving look. The kind yeah. of disapproving look only mothers can give. Exactly. Arms folded just above your stomach and all. <laughs> I, ta- I, 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 wish I warned you about her is the banner underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the expression, you could have done better. Could have done better. She, and she thinks she's the one who settled. I tell you, it's mad though, isn't it? Can you imagine someone saying that? Going to get a tattoo of their ex? Yeah, because most times it's the exact opposite. It's the idea that somebody, while still in the relationship, yes. got it done, then it fell apart, and yeah. you think, oh my God, how am I going to get rid of this now? I know, and you try you have to try and think of a way of turning Stephen into a steam train <laughs> or something like that, so you can live your life and pretend it wasn't an ex tattoo, or get <sighs> a duck over it or something like that. Like, whatever you get done. A duck, yeah. yeah. Well, you know the way sometimes you go into a tattoo place, if you're not familiar like getting a cover up is quite difficult you can't just say so put believe. that on that right. so they'll sometimes recommend to go look you'll need something this shape to go over and you're like yeah. grand and this is when you really know if you hate someone or not because they'll go you need the only thing I could put on now that would cover that is a duck smoking a big cigar with a cowboy hat on and you go oh god go on anything's better than bleeding Kevin <laughs> poor old Kevin eh yeah I don't even know why I picked Kevin and I have a mate called Kevin. I'm not talking about you. I'm ju- you're, you're much better than a duck. Annie Lennox walking on broken glass here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 18 and a half minutes past seven on this Wednesday. Thank you for waking up happy with us, folks. Uh, Deirdre's been on, uh, PJ, on the subject of uh, the old tattoos and whatnot. Yeah. And exes and stuff to say that um, she's got a tattoo of her ex's name on one wrist. And his son's name on the other wrist. Oh, you're joking. And they've been separated a few years. His son's name. Yeah. Well, that's what she says. Jeepers, that's gas. And they've been saying, like, so what do you do with that now? I I suppose she's just leaving it there, is she? I suppose you can always make it up. Yeah. Until you're going with someone else, you can always say, yeah, that's my old Oh, my God, look at that. There's a... um, John was on. And so he had that thing. He had uh, the ex-missus' name on the chest and whatever, and um, all that sort of stuff. And he said, after... After we split, he said, I got rid of the name the easy way. Cut it away. What? That's what he goes on. He says, a few weeks of healing, as good as new again. Like it was never there. Oh. Cut it away. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I, like, I could never. I was not expecting that. There's no way in my body I could never do that. Like, I'd rather get back with my ex. (laughs) (laughs) Than cut a piece off your chest. Uh, Yeah, I'd be like, I'd be on hand, bended knee asking someone to come back to me now. Rather, if I, uh, no, they're telling me I have to cut it off. It'll be sore. 
Wow. I wasn't expecting that, John. Wow. Oh, eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. By the way, if you need to give us a shout, of course, uh, no hit bit today. It was one. Details of uh, what it was and how it was one and all that sort of stuff on the way pretty shortly. But if you need to give us a shout, as always, oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Texas and Black Eyed Boy here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim uh, on this uh, Wednesday, twenty two minutes away from eight o'clock. Speaking of Texas. Uh, PJ has literally just stumbled across, um, well, we thought it was a unique, extraordinary kind of a story, really, a, a real one-off. I did at the start, yeah. At first. Not quite panning out that way. Not really. So a man on Monday has been shot in Texas. What's new about that, you say? Yeah. You know, especially in these mad times. Gun guns, and, guns in America, and especially in the good old rootin' tootin' state of Texas. Yeah. Essentially the cork of the USA. <laughs> um, I would say... Uh, uh, what do they call it? There's, there's something star state. The Lone Star Lone State. Lone Star State, that's it. Yeah, they do their own thing in Texas. Yeah. Just like cork. It's uh, their own yeah, rules. In fairness, Cork has slightly less guns, surely. Oh, lot less guns, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the sort of people, it's People's Republic, and it's the most southern, and it's the biggest, yeah. and all that. You know, the Lone Star County. Of I Cork. see the similarities you're drawing there. The certain rebel nature. Exactly. Although, in fairness, give me Cork over Texas, <laughs> especially literally when, every day. Especially of the when you year. hear this story. Yes, and I mean, you, this is coming from you, who we, you know, obviously know. A, a, a devout, you know, um, dog lover. Dog lover, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's obvious I'm on the dog side here. The man, a man shot his dog anyway in Texas. He was shot by his dog. Yeah, let's, I'm sorry, just clarify that. A man didn't shoot his dog. His dog, his dog shot the man. A man, a dog nearly put his owner down, only in Texas with a gun. Uh, so the man had been lifting his dog up, and the dog's paw got stuck in the trigger of the pistol, uh, which was tucked into the man's waistband, because walking around with a gun pointing down your trousers is such a great idea. Uh, and it shot him. So the dog shot him, and it shot him through the leg. Now, Officer David Tilly told the Dallas Morning News, thankfully it was just a true shot. It didn't need a main artery or anything, and he took himself to hospital, and both him and the dog are fine. Right, and then and was it? What it was the dog's owner. It was the dog's owner. Yeah. So, yeah. technically, he was his paw. Oh my god, that's brilliant! I am so sorry. Are you I, the I, dog? I'm actually I'm going to leave now. That's brilliant. I, I won't continue the rest it's of like the show. Like an old western that. line. Are you the dog that shot my paw? Oh, that's extraordinary! So he was Isn't shot it? by his dog. Shot by his dog Panic. in the leg. What an incredible story to be able to tell. Well, you would think, but the thing is, you would think it's rare, but apparently, it's not. Uh, two dogs shot their owners last year. Oh uh, a God. dog in Iowa shot his owner in the leg uh, after accidentally disabling the safety switch on the gun, re-resting in the man's waistband and stepping on the trigger. I mean, that sounds a little bit more deliberate than the first one. Yeah. You know, the first one I get. And then the third one in Mississippi, a man called Matt Branch was shot by his dog. Where do you get this, right? He was shot by his dog when the dog jumped onto the floor of his utility vehicle, stepped on a shotgun disabled the safety pointed the gun at him and stepped on the trigger I'm sorry but that's an assassination man absolutely that's an assassination hey, second. and so did this dog get off the dog got off yeah the dog was, the dog got off oh, the dog wasn't no charges were filed so, hey a second so the shotgun's on the floor with the safety on yeah pointing sideways pointing, or whatever um, towards, yeah. yeah the dog jumped onto the floor onto the floor Gets the safety off. Turns the gun around. Points it at the owner. Po- yeah, points it at the owner. Manages to pull the trigger. Pulls the trigger. And they don't find anything suspicious in it. And the owner died <laughs> twice. What? You know the way they technically... He died twice. And like they got him back the- twice. Oh, my God. And 
No, if any, I don't think there's ever going to be that. Like, if somebody needs to write a country music song about this, my dog shot me with a double barrel shotgun deliberately. I died twice, and I still love him so. If you can get a rhyme to that or a melody, even for it, I mean, in fairness, isn't that's it? That's incredible. That dog is. Tell you something, man. That is so, like, I don't know what lawyer that dog had, but obviously. Fantastic! I know. I just. I mean, I've made it my life's mission to write that country song, though. Yeah. Like, and maybe you're the son of the man going, "My dog shot my paw <laughs> twice." You know, it has to be some. He died twice that day, and he still loves Rover better than me anyway. You know, there's definitely there's a great country that music is, song in there. So it's a thing. If you, it's a oh thing. My, I mean, there is apparently there's a lot of sh- oh, dogs have shot their owners in the states. That's three in this last year. Yeah. It's unbel- It's hard to believe, isn't it? There are, d- there are literally gun-toting dogs yeah. roaming the States. And apparently one of the dogs was wearing a Make America Great Again hat. That has not been confirmed. <laughs> it's actually not been even suggested. It's just something until, I think would be kind of funny. Now. Yeah. Oh, my. See, you want to be careful, man. You want to make sure that you always treat your dogs well. I know, yeah. Thank you. Thankfully, you don't, ha- you don't have any proximity to... Firearms. To, lo- to firearms or loaded weapons. Firearms. But, but I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, you get, you know, if your dog gets miffed enough at you, it could, oh, turn a spoon on you or something. Or, oh, mind you, oh, I you did, might be a ninja. I did come out of a shop once, and she was in the driving seat with the engine running. I mean, now I'm getting a bit of worries. Billy Joel and tell her about it here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It's almost eight minutes to eight o'clock on this Wednesday. Happy Hump Day, folks. Wednesday, eleventh of November. 087-188-0008, by the way, if you want to give us a shout for any reason. And um, by the way, there's been, there's been a few responses in relation to our, our your dog toting, your gun-toting dog story. Yeah, really, right? yeah. Yeah, for example, um, Eddie uh, was on, Eddie in um, Glass Nevin, I think it is, um, asking, was the dog's name Trigger by any chance? Oh. But um, <laughs> that came in. Um, also, uh, somebody was on to say that the uh, dog has now been... Um, uh, taken on by the, by the police and is known as Deputy Dog. <laughs> Deputy Dog, and then and Ray and Limerick, Ray and Limerick even went even went to the um, the the thing of doing a song, a, right? A so, song, yeah. This is to the tune of you know the uh, the Clash song, I fought the law. Oh yeah. So it's like Rover shot my paw with a a shotgun. <laughs> the dog fought the law and the the dog won. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's actually very good. Well yeah, done. That's Ray very Limerick. good. Ray Lyric. Congratulations. <laughs> now, as you can probably hear, Magical Michael is in studio. Uh, he's here on this side of the uh, on this side of the aisle all this week. He's doing a cracking job filling in for Niall Boylan on the uh, on the Niall Boylan show each afternoon. And um uh, he's also here because uh the the hit bit was won, right? It was double money Monday. Four thousand four hundred euro. Was one. Yeah, incredible. And it was Moonlight Shadow. That's right, yeah. From Mike Oldfield and Maggie Riley. And Maggie Riley, yes. Yeah, now the name of the winner escapes me momentarily. Uh, Agatha. Agatha, well done, Agatha. Right. Uh, but of course it means that apart from Agatha winning all of that cash, it means that we've got a, a brand new hit bit to come. And it's coming on Friday. It is, Jim, yes. Now, is there, have you any leanings yet you can offer? As to what direction you're thinking? Yes. Well, I haven't, I genuinely haven't started on it yet. So I'm going to start on it today. Oh, you oh. mean where I'm leaning as in like, what you kind know, of tune I'm getting? Uh, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. You know, so you had a sort of a an 80s pop tune there with a bit of I Mike did. Oldfield and Maggie Riley. Oh, yeah, by the way, can I ask Can I ask this? 
so you guys were frustrated for so long. Did yeah. you were. Did you hear it and go, ah, for God's sake, that's so hard? Yes. Or did you? Did you? Yeah. Well, I did, but at the same time, it's a song you hear on the station, so I was kind of like... Oh, yeah, no, ah, well-known tune. Fart, yeah. yeah. But I okay. never would have gotten it. No, I, I never would have listened that to a hundred million years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, never. never okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. But anyway, I don't know where I'm going. I just... The, the music world is my oyster today. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you have any suggestions, that wouldn't be a great competition. That'd be a great one, Hello, yeah, Denise, yeah, yeah. I've taken your suggestion. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't enter the competition. <laughs> Ring in next week. Yeah. Right, so there's no, so you're not going to give away any sort of inklings. You're not feeling like you're not going to go jazz or anything. Well, I it would ha- put it this way. It has That's to be. It. I may, will, it may as well just go into the microphone. It doesn't make a difference <laughs> what it is if you go jazz. I will be fair. It always has to be something that we play on the radio station. Right. In some way, shape so or form. So that right? narrows it down to a few t- thousands. thousands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A tens of thousands. <laughs> but I won't go, like, ridiculously... Obscure, right, not you know? too obscure. Nah. Right. To be fair, Moonlight Shadow was a big Good hit. Good one. Yeah. That was a big I remember, hit. I had one. Do you remember there was a chap in here? I can't remember his name, but he was pre-COVID time when we had about 150 intern people <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now we've no one in. Now yeah. we realise we can actually do the work without the 150 interns. Just stop saying that. Great. No, we can't. We're overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway. the, pre- the pressure I'm under is extraordinary. <laughs> but I did one, right? It was Bewitched. Yeah. It's not going to be Bewitched again. Be Bewitched yeah. again. But it was like, bing, and he went, ah, let's be witch, blaming on the weatherman. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. I actually fell off my seat. How does that happen to people that yeah. it just, it bings in their mind? Yeah. I can't do that at all. He's obviously well, obsessed with the, with Kiwi Lynch and all that. <laughs> no, what, no, what's the famous one? Say La Vie. Say La Vie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah, well, I mean, that would have been different. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, listen, uh, and then what do you think about, will, are you, are you going to save it till Friday, or will you be tempted to leak it somewhere? Well... That, because I think what you should do is I think you should leak it, right? Yeah, I and definitely. And then give a clue to where you've leaked it. Oh. Now, bear it's in mind... It's probably getting a bit... Yeah, it's getting a bit surreal. Don't yeah. over-egg it now. <laughs> don't over-egg it. Okay. Because I got some abuse yesterday on the on the boiling show to do it. Now, people were, seemed to be a little bit grumpy with me anyway. Right. But then when I spoke about the winner, people got grumpy with me again. Yeah. I was a stupid... Why would you pick that? <laughs> Why, that's a ridiculous tune. So, I don't want to... I don't want yeah. to really anger people too much. Okay, yeah. right, fair enough. Right. Fair enough. I'll leak it somewhere there. We'll leak it somewhere. Friday, it is going to happen on this show, though. Yeah. Okay, and pre that, it may or may not be leaked. Well, it may or may not be leaked in the after show show. I don't know. Oh! Oh, I like the way you're thinking. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, my God. That means we'd actually get a listener for the after show show. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. That would ruin it, Jim. It's supposed to be a private chat between friends. You're right, yeah. <laughs> Friday for the brand new hit bit. Lots more on the way after eight. Guaranteed Irish and emotional fish and celebrate. Here are classic hits. Almost ten past eight. Happy Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy hump day, really, I suppose I should be saying. Thanks for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087188 if you need to give us a shout. And actually, since we played a bit of Guaranteed Irish, it actually kind of ties in nicely. With um, with this little story, which I have to confess, we were kind of given the heads up on by a few different people. Somebody WhatsApped in earlier on about this, and actually yesterday, uh, somebody sent us a little tweet. Yeah, about this as well. It's it's basically it's a new movie. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to go as far as to say it's a new Irish movie. I don't think that. I I'm actually think that's a stretch. I know as unbelievable as it for seems. reasons that will become apparent very shortly. But it's a movie called Wild Mountain Time. Okay, time as in the herb, T-H-Y-M-E. So, uh, Wild Mountain, like from the song, you know, uh, Long the Bloomin' Heather in the Wild Mountain Time. You know that one? Won't you go, Go, Lassie, go. go. That's That's the famous Scottish song. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> right? Well, now you see, now you have me thinking. Is it meant to? Is it meant to? Well, it is, of course. It'll be. It'll be obvious. It's meant to be Ireland. Oh, it's very much meant to be Ireland. Trust okay. me. I've just looked at the trailer, and by the way, I'd like to give a warning to all of those of sensitive sort of disposition. If you're easily insulted by bad Irish accents, brace yourselves. Yeah. So, so here, well, here, look. Obviously, the, the the trailers they have online, they're all sort of they're three minutes long, whatever. But here's a little taster of what you can expect. Welcome to Ireland. Once upon a time, there were two farms: the Muldoon Farm, where Rosemary lived, and right down the road was my farm where my son Anthony asked his lonely question of the stars. Why did you make me so? Rosemary Muldoon. Yeah! Besotted with love. There's these green fields, and there's us. Whatever that is, it holds me here. What is this, those things? It's not normal. I don't care. You take after John Kelly, and that man was mad as the full moon. Drowned himself. He fell in. He had a rock tied to his neck. And on and on it goes, right? Now, I just want to point out, right, that the voices you're hearing there, one of them was Christopher Christopher Walken. Walken. (laughs) That's Christopher Walken that's doing that. Yeah. From where to where? And that lad that you just heard is Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. May I point out, is Irish. He's Irish. (laughs) Waiting for that one. What are you waiting for? Me, I don't wait. I do like that. You should come to New York sometime. <sighs> and that's Emily Blunt as well. And when and, you hear Emily and John Blunt going, Hamm. yeah, when you hear Emily Blunt going, oh, Joe, where just has, has jaws kings. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's a, it's not even Paddy Wackery anymore. We've gone beyond Paddy Wackery. It's Paddy Wacker Doodle Doddly. <sighs> it's gone. It's a, like, it's well worth checking out. Honestly, if you, um, um, Magic Mike might just pop a link maybe up. Although to be fair, look, you uh, all you got to do is stick. Oh, he has it up already. Uh, fair play. So um, Magic Mike has popped it up on our social media channels if you want to go and check it out for yourself. Wild Mountain Time uh, is called, and there's various trailers up. But it's like, why? It, it looks... It's why a- is the question? I mean, like, you know, and this isn't, you know, being whatever, xenophobic or whatever the expression is, but, you know, like... Oh, it's not that it's, at all. Not, they they think they're doing Irish. a great tribute to the country. Actually, is what hang on a second. I've actually just contradicted myself. I was about to say, would there not be an Irish actor or actress? Jamie Dornan's in it. Ah, come on. This is, an, <laughs> this is nothing less than an assault on the Irish Midlands. I love the tagline for the movie as well, which is, uh, there's nothing more dangerous than an Irish woman in love. By God, Maureen O'Hara. Oh, it's written all over it. Uh, and it's, uh, it seems to, it really is, Paddy. Like, it's got everything that you imagine from a Hollywood getting Ireland wrong perspective. Yeah. You know, the skirt, the sort of, country That's dress it. with the hobnail boots and because it's, it's basically got- it's like sort of it's like the quiet man meets the field meets something else yeah, it's Braveheart it? it all looks so <laughs> unbelievably Scottish everything about us seems very Scottish welcome looking. to Ireland I know that's Christopher Walken <laughs> like actors you, you get the feeling some actors are just taking roles now to see the careers out, you know, that kind yeah. of way. That you don't even know if they read the script or whatever. Now, on another chat, there is an outside what, 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 chance. Why would Jamie Dornan, for example, just as an example, why would he not use his own accent? Because he's Belfast, he's naughty, isn't he? Yeah, no, I know, but still, I mean, you know, like, can the story not facilitate? Like, it's got to be better than doing the... Sure, here, come here to me. I'll uh, tell no. you, no. No, I actually agree with him on this point. There's nothing <laughs> less romantic than a northerner in love. 
There's nothing less romantic than that accent. I prefer the Paddy Wackadoodle Doo accent to the whole. Do you? Hey, right about you. Nothing says love and romance better than that. Wait, don't you want to shut on a key and give me a franchise? Like, I don't know about that. I don't, I tell, like, I know he had to do something with it. And yeah. it would have stuck out. I mean, I suppose what happened here, maybe, is their accents are so obviously not Irish. Mm. Now, they're not as bad as Far and Away or whatever. They've come on a little bit since then. But they're so obviously not Irish that maybe Jamie Dornan was made ham up his Irishness sort of to suit the sort of fantasy Ireland yeah. theme of the film. Yeah, so he was nearly pressured into it. You like, would imagine he, he so. He might have turned around and said, look, I am Irish. Just leave me alone. I know you're not Irish oh, enough. No, no, you're not. You're not Darby O'Gill. And, they, and the little people. Somebody has literally texted in Darby O'Gill. Well, there you go. Um, it's, uh, mind you, somebody else has just texted in as well just to call you to task to say, sure, aren't you one to talk, PJ? You have the worst Mayo accent going. <laughs> this is just great. This, that's actually abuse now at this stage. At this stage, it's trolling. <sighs> However... Um, somebody else was saying that they can't wait to see it again. I it's can't a, wait to see it. It's a bit like, what was the movie we were talking about yesterday in the same thing? It's the Bowie movie, Stardust, yeah. we were talking about yesterday. Where something is so bad, you, you actually nearly want to see it more. This is going to be, I think this is going to be a really good watch. It's a, basically a bunch of non-Irish people and Jamie Dornan um, hamming up the whole Irish... Somebody's look texted like as well... Um, uh, Jamie Dolan has spent so long pretending to be American, he now has to pretend to be Irish again. Uh, yeah, I know. There's a bit of that off it. Maybe uh, that's it. Maybe there is just an expectation among, I was going to say international, but let's face it, it would probably be primarily American uh, audiences as to how an Irish person sits. Like, you and I would probably not sound like Irish people. To Americans? Maybe. I don't know. I'm just curious as to why it has to be. Yeah, they'd look at us and say, they're very well-travelled, them fellas. They even, <laughs> sp- you know... They didn't sound anything like... They, they smelled like they'd never kissed a sheep at all. Like. Yeah. Apart from that chap, the chap from Mayo, he was a bit touch and go. My God. <laughs> My God. But anyway, Magic Mike has popped up the trailer. You can make your own decision. Maybe we're being harsh. But I, you can, no, I don't w- think so. Wild ah, Mountain Time is what it's called. It's, and Magic Mike has put it up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for you to check out the trailer. There is nowhere in Ireland that resembles what's going on in this movie. It is Darby O'Gill stuff. It's the, like, the hills and dales, the Scottish music playing. You're just waiting for a piper in a kilt to stand on a mountain and go, Tat is Ireland. <laughs> Love Fool from the Cardigans here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. It's uh, just after 20 past eight. Uh, thanks for all the WhatsApps. 087-188-0008 just on the uh, subject of the uh, the movie Wild Mountain Th- uh, Time and the, the accent, the you know attempt at an Irish accent. Uh, a few bits and pieces that have come in. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, just wanna f- Is there a touch of War of the Buttons to it? Somebody wants to know. War the buttons? No, it's it's much closer to the old sort of Darby O'Gills or anything. To yeah. it's, it's got a real bang of proper, like just not understanding what Ireland is at all on it. To yeah. be honest, somebody has pointed out that um, uh, they should have asked you to be in that movie, and then they would have been able to get an authentic Mayo accent. Unbelievable! This is getting to the ridiculous, and this is getting to an all kind of terrible. You're getting. I'll tell you, this is bullying in the workplace. Uh, Finnegan's Rainbow. With this famous Irish, with famous Irish sons Frank Sinatra and Tommy Steele. Yeah. <laughs> now apparently there's more out there. Somebody's saying that Judy Dench plays head of the fairies in Stop the new it. Artemis Fowl movie. Stop it! I mean, I, I've got to believe that Judy Dench, being so good, gets it right. Well, you would have thought that about Christopher Walken. 
I don't know. It's, Christopher Walken's weird, though. No one can get it right. Nobody can get it right. It's like as if you and me made a movie, right? Right. And it's set in Leeds or Liverpool, right? Right. And we're walking around in it going, All right, mate. <laughs> What's the gibbery jewelry? How are you getting on with your apples or pears? Would you like to join me for a pint of the finest ale available? <sighs> like, it's absolutely... It's yeah. it's just like they're that, not oh, even yeah, you trying. Wonder, it's you wonder why they don't... Uh, surely there are more Irish accents that are e- more easily accessible. I know. They, but they just seem to mash them all into Together, one and then just come up with this accent like that doesn't exist. Like if chosen... Cork or Donegal or somewhere, you know, that has a distinct accent yeah. and then attempted to do that rather than do just this all of Ireland weird mash yeah. that they sort of do. It's just the strangest thing. Yeah. What do you think of my <laughs> Glasgow accent? I'm making a movie about what happens somewhere in, in Britain. It's like it's the strangest thing. Oh. It, it, it's like parody. It does feel like it's parody. Like it's a, like it's going to be Chevy Chase or someone's going to come out and give us a punchline at the yeah. end. A little bit. People are I'm getting, being very harsh now, pe- though. People are absolutely loving it for all the wrong reasons. Somebody, um, Ray and Limerick again, has just been back on to say, just finished watching the trailer. It's absolutely hilarious. It is hilarious. Yeah. And... Um, he says, I find it ironic that John Hamm is in a movie which is quite literally full of ham acting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like you said, though, in fairness, I don't know why they just don't put Irish actors in it and let that be... Because I suppose it doesn't live up to the American idea of what Ireland is. That's what they have Maybe, to appeal yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, no, just, I mean they're Not, good. Uh, you know, Jamie, Dorn, Jamie Dorn is a good actor. Christopher Walken's a good actor. Emily Blunt is a great actress. They, but, like, in fairness, why wouldn't Saoirse Ronan, for example, have been a good choice for the Emily Blunt role? Maybe. if that, You know what I mean? If you're going to do that sort of thing. Yeah, because she's from Carlo and she sounds like she's la- like sort of Glass Nevin or something. <laughs> well, I'm just, you know, I'm only offering up a couple of suggestions. I know what you mean, though. Like, if it doesn't live up, it has to be, it hasn't be, can't be a movie that's about what Ireland is. It has to be about what Americans think it is. Yeah, and I guess yeah, that yeah. means... You've got to go Lucky Charms, Darby O'Gill style. And it's yeah. great entertainment for us, though. We love it. I mean, Irish people will love watching this movie now. Yeah. You know, for all the wrong Although reasons. Although I do, I have to confess, I do love the idea of you, you doing some, you know, a movie set somewhere else and taking on just the generic... Because we know that you have a, a fantastic gift for accents, as we've <laughs> yes, established. Yes, we do know that. Do you know what I mean? And mimicry and all that sort of stuff, like, so... I mean, for example, you know, somebody has suggested the South African thing, and you know, you're obviously you're Nelson Mandela. Is, yeah, I know. You could, you could be in the room. I tell you. Yeah. Just what are you taking out something? It doesn't matter. Let's never do that again. Stars from Simply Red here at Classic Hits Twenty to Nine Breakfast Table Quiz on the way, and uh, Magic Mike is standing by on WhatsApp. If you want to give him a shout, let him know that you want to play oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. And uh, with it being uh, twenty to nine, you know, there's every chance that uh, there's lots of people who have kids in the car at the moment, or kids listening in some environment at the moment and um, I want you to pay particular attention now kids if you are listening yes because Uncle PJ has some very very important words to say to you okay so listen up carefully to what Uncle PJ is about to tell you your parents are liars <laughs> and it's not a bad thing in my mind it's a good thing they're only lying to help you Right, that's so, it. That's all it your is. Your parents are liars. Your parents are a pack of liars. All our parents were a pack of liars. And now there's new research to say it's a bad thing. I don't agree with this research. Not one bit of it. Not at all. How are you supposed to raise kids by telling the truth? Are you joking me? Yeah. Madness. <laughs> Absolutely joking. There's this new research and it's found that 
telling such fibs to your children, things like uh, eating carrots are very good for your eyesight and that, you know, you, know, you, oh, you can help you see in the dark and everything. Is that not true? Yeah, so, okay, Grant, that's a true one. I'm just picking something at <laughs> random, okay? <laughs> that may or may not be true. Uh, but they're saying now that you're... That you, yeah, it's, I mean, you need, of course you need. Of course you need yeah. to lie to your kids Absolutely, I mean, you know, oh, did you hurt? I'll, I'll kiss it better. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather some actual medical attention if you don't mind. But no, no, no. You I'll kiss it better. And should the amount of times <laughs> I've been used as a weapon against people's children, and it's nothing to do with me. The man over there is going to come over. And he's going to, you know, like you know, yeah. Like, that would be that would be scary for a child, I suspect. What do you mean, the you man? Know, if, if yeah, just, of course. If, if you were the man, like, like, yeah. the bo- like the bogey man. That's why I've been used as a spot random by random women throughout the. <laughs> yeah. You know that look at that and see that man over there. He's going to come over now and he's going to be giving you the. And the kid looks at you and I'm like, <laughs> as if I care. You know. Uh, so does it give examples of the kind of white lies? Is it stuff like um, it's, it's that? It's like the, I, I the scene in the jar. It's not the. Um, Where do babies come from? You're just that as oh well. Oh my of god! Course it is. How the, are you supposed to not? Tell a lie to that one. I can't just say. Depending on the, you know, age of the yeah. relative youngster. What do you mean? You came out of an egg, right? You came out of your dad, your dad, you kicked a football and you flew out of it. <laughs> well, you just tell them whatever they want to hear. You know, you try it, and now they're saying yeah. that, oh ask no. Your, it, ask your mother. Yeah, and now they're saying it's linked to trust issues as they get older and anxiety, and that um, it, it causes difficulties in understanding ambiguous information, they call it. So it means that there's a, it gives them an attitude of uncertainty towards uh, not only their parents, but other people as well. I would have thought it's a good thing to learn not to trust other people in the long term. It's a big I bad world out there. Man, some of the lies, I remember my friend of mine, his dad was one of the biggest liars ever. Uh, you, you, we were, you know, in the Clontarf seafront there. Yeah. Coming from Marino there, and you, you turn left and go on seafront. His dad told him that was Disneyland over there. It was, it was the, <laughs> the factory. And he spent like a year of his life thinking, it's America. It's just there. So, so close, but so far away. He thought. Yeah. That America and Disneyland was the other side of the bay, of the bay. in Clontarf. He didn't know it was the bay. His dad told him, that's the sea. And he look over to America and he was there, oh my God. And he was like, he was looking at um, do we walks know, and all. Do we know what the factory might have been? Oh, it was a SO or Top Oil or something like that. What's Disneyland? No, where, the, where the pipes are. He thought the skyscrapers were the chimneys and everything. Yeah. It does, funny, it doesn't look like the bit at the start of the movies. Well, the, obviously it doesn't. That's the movies. No, that's the that's movies. That's the real Disney picture. Land. It's too far away. Oh, my, all that black smoke and everything coming out. Yeah, how do you think they make all the That's Dallas. Dreams? That's Dallas where the smoke is coming out. The oil, they make the oil and all. His elephant had told him as well, and this is a great one. I'm like, you'd never do this. It'd be called child abuse now, I suppose. But he, he was he kept eating the raw jelly out of the fridge. You know the way you used to eat the raw jelly Yeah, before kid? you melt it down like that. You that's just the chunks. the block yeah, and you yeah, ate yeah. it. You know, you'd rub yeah. it off there with the fridge off your parents. I used to do that all the time. My mum go to make the jelly for Sunday dinner and I'd already eaten all the blocks. <laughs> anyway, he ate one, right? And he was sitting there and he, he, when your dad comes in now and telling your father was all this was going on, they don't even care. And the man goes, he's after eating the raw jelly out of the fridge. And his dad went over and just picked up the phone and said, hello, Bo- Beaumont Hospital, please put me onto the jelly department. He goes, onto the jelly department immediately. This is an emergency, he says, right? And he goes, hello, is that doctor thing from the jelly department? And he says, yeah. And he goes, listen, I have, a, I have an, an eight-year-old boy here, or seven, or whatever age he was. And he's after eating two blocks of jelly raw. Right, okay, I get it. Right. And, and it's very serious. It's very serious, is it? it could, he could die. Could, right. 
And he says, so he brought him into a room and he turned off all the lights. He left him lying in the room. He says, the doctor says you have to lie like that, right? And if you can't move for a half an hour, because if the jelly sets, it'll ne- you'll never get it out. You'll never get it out. And he says he lay there crying with the tears rolling down the side of his head. And he thought the only thing he was worried about was that someone would hear he died as a greedy boy. <laughs> breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets the more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. So we're chasing that 500 euro voucher for Specsavers in Stillorgan. It can be used towards glasses, contact lenses, and of course, hearing aids as well in Specsavers in Stillorgan. And by the way, people are curious about the fact that it is specifically the uh, Stillorgan branch, but you can use it online, but specifically in the Stillorgan branch online. So if you go to Specsavers, Specsavers.ie forward slash stores forward slash Stillorgan, you'll be able to um, uh, to use the voucher online if you win it in some other part of the country. And of course, you can use that uh, website as well to make your appointments because Specsavers and Stillorgan are open at the moment. They are an essential service and uh, you can book your uh, appointments and stuff like that online at the moment or give them a bell. They've got two for one on, cla- on glasses at the moment as well, including designers like Tommy Hilfiger, DKNY, Mark Jacobs and loads, loads, loads more. Loads, loads, loads more, but we do have a little bit of a hill to climb with 13. We're kind of looking for a lucky 14 now uh, to get into the lead. If you got there, though, be all yours, I'd say. And it's going to be... Oh, look at that, me fig, fat fingers, because I'm facing a different <laughs> direction. Is Rachel Egan. How are you, Rachel? Hi, how are you? Not too bad at all, Rachel. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Any plans for your day ahead? Oh, just stay in. I think it's meant to piddle rain. <laughs> yeah, to be honest yeah, with you, indoors <laughs> would be a good option today, Rachel. Wet and windy is the forecast, so yeah. <laughs> if you can if you can huddle up somewhere, that's probably a wise move. Yeah. It's great news I'm out on the bike and filming all day. <laughs> ah, you love it. Yeah, right, yeah. listen, Rachel, come on, let's try and get you to the top of the leaderboard. We need 14 correct answers in the 60 seconds. More, if you can manage oh, it. Wish me luck. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely the, good The luck. best of luck. 60 seconds to do it. Here we go. What was Louis Armstrong's chosen style of music? Uh, jazz. Which city does the river Lagan flow through? Lagan, uh, Italy. It's Belfast. What is one quarter of a thousand? Quarter of a thousand is uh, two hundred and uh, two hundred fifty. Which ocean surrounds the Maldives? Maldives, um, Atlantic. It's the Indian Ocean. Which summer dessert is often eaten during Wimbledon's tennis matches? Um, strawberries. Which word can be placed before bottle, bell, and bird? Uh, blue. Which hero of a seasonal song has a very shiny nose? Uh, Rudolph. What is the capital of Portugal? Um, Lisbon. In the Three Little Pig story, from what material is the strongest house made of? Bricks. For what, from what part of the chicken is the drumstick? Is it the leg or the wing? Uh, uh, leg. Which comic actor played the title role in the film Patch Adams? Patch Adams, uh, Robbie Williams. And the former Prime Minister, Margaret Thatcher. I'm going to fit one in, I don't care. Is known as the Iron What? <laughs> Lady. Yes, yes, that's all. Yes, well done. You got your groove on after a while, Rachel. It was a bit of a sticky start, but then you kind of got going. So let's see how you get on in the end. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Very respectable, oh. to be fair. I think Rachel, you're a better player than you give yourself credit for. To be yeah. honest, you were probably a bit, oh. um, a bit hesitant. I need more time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, Mike. 
We're doing five minutes. Yeah, yeah, for Rachel tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Anyway, listen, Rachel, it was a great effort. Ten is a very oh, respectable okay. score. Fair play to you. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. See you, Rachel.